Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. I've got a certain number of leads. A percentage of that is going to turn into appointments. A percentage of those appointments are going to be qualified. A percentage of those qualified are actually going to close. You need to understand each one of those metrics within your business so you understand and are tracking, oh, wow, our volume for appointments was down. Well, what happened? Mm -hmm. Well, our call volume wasn't there. Or, well, we didn't do X, Y, Z, or we didn't knock enough doors. You need to understand where those things are so that way you can make the adjustments that you need to make. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen. I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am always joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. Chris is our leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Excited about this conversation. Yeah, I know. So I had never met David Reed before, and but I know Sales Transformation Group, I've known them for years, and I love everyone there. But Dave um, it just is in our studios today, and he has so much depth and knowledge about sales and sales processes. He is the VP of sales at Sales Transformation Group. And if you haven't heard about them before, that's why we had them on today. Because when Chris and I know of great people in the industry, that's why we get them onto Estimate Rocket Radio to give you guys pearls of wisdom. But they do sales performance coaching at an extremely high level, and they are super dedicated to their customers. STG is a sales coaching platform that provides proven sales growth programs to growth-minded contractors, and those are the same contractors that are within Estimate Rocket. So I think getting the two of you all together to listen to one another is something that you're really going to be blown away with. We talk with David about all things sales process, specifically standards and metrics that you need to use to hold your team accountable and to make it exciting for everyone. Everybody needs to know what are the rules, what standards am I being held to, and really you want to have results in your company. At the end of the day, you got to have results no matter what you're doing. And I think David over there at STG is so good at helping us understand how do you get results from your sales team and in your sales process? What needs to change? What needs to stay the same? What needs to be re-envisioned? He helps us find the way. Hey, David, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. How are you today? Fantastic. Awesome. Excited to have you on, David. I know we haven't done an in-depth conversation or podcast with you yet. This is going to be a neat opportunity, even on the exploratory call with you about the podcast, hearing some of what you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, our audience needs to hear more about that. Mm -hmm. But first, let me ask you real quick, just a summary. How's STG, Sales Transformation Group, going? Yeah, STG is doing awesome, man. We uh we are just 
uh, elevating our coaching and our leadership here at our organization. Uh, Ryan and I both went down to, uh, to Tampa this last week to St. Pete to go uh, experience a Andy Elliott event. For those of you guys who don't know, he is like all over social media right now. And uh, we just got really pumped up about all of the changes. And so we're bringing that back to STG and how we can help level up our customers and, and continue to, uh, to coach people to excellence. Awesome. Well, you know, I love hearing that because at the end of the day, it's all about learning and continual learning. And Chris is a master at this. Yeah. You know, we're always talking about what books he's reading and, and then he gets me inspired and I buy the same one and we chit chat about it. So it's, it's you, I was told once by someone that your business can never get beyond your mental capacity if you're an uh-huh. owner. And that's a scary thought for a lot of owners who just want to live in a bubble and not get educated at Estimate Rocket. And I don't want to get off the topic here, but we opened Estimate Rocket University and it's a freebie for everyone. And it's like pulling teeth to get people to sign up for education and training. Yeah, it's it's surprising how many people don't understand the knowledge. You know, I am I'm not a big proponent of you know, traditional education. I I think that it it covers a lot of topics that don't really help people really grow, but there are so many incredible books, resources, uh, universities like this that actually have tangible assets that a business owner can use to increase their business, either profitability or revenue, top line growth, 10, 15, 20%. I mean, when we, mm-hmm. when we take on a client that's under, you know, we, we have a specific segment that we focus on, but when we take on a business under $10 million, we almost always double the business within 24 months if they follow the system. And it's just a matter of like taking the time, educating, putting in place the process in the system, as I'm sure you guys, you know, have a pretty big impact for your customers as well. Mm-hmm. And I think a tagline for that because I know you guys so well, and I know what you produce out of STG. Um, it really is getting a master's degree in real life business. It is. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so important. Yeah. Uh, just, just today um, they released the uh, top 100 uh, contractor yesterday. I think they, they released the top 100 um, contractors and we had uh, I think we had seven or eight guys that were on that list there. You know, one of Top top ten has been a longtime customer of ours, um, so we've got some some good successful people. But it's about taking the time to really educate and actually working through things. Right. Well, the good news is if they're on your list, they're on my list too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Since awesome. we have so many of the same clients, <laughs> um. So to get back on topic, let's talk about lead generation, and how do we how do you guys help contractors? get more leads and get more qualified leads. Cause at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. really about the qualification. How good are these leads? For sure. For sure. And what I will say is that across industries, I'm seeing lead generation down significantly. So a little bit of context for everyone in my background. So I, I actually sold digital marketing for about a decade prior to coming to uh, work with Ryan at STG here. 
And so I've seen a lot of really, really good strategies and a lot of good systems from a digital standpoint, Mm -hmm. from a mailing standpoint, door knocking. There's a handful of really, really great systems. And so I'm going to give you guys a couple of kind of my like top tier results. Um, So we work with a lot of roofing contractors. So I'm going to give this one here first because this one's uh, pretty, pretty sweet. It is... Uh, have you guys ever heard of contractors going out and like renting a barbecue pit or renting a pizza truck or something like that and giving away a slice as a lead generation strategy? No, no, I haven't heard of that. So that's been around for a while and it, it's a decent strategy, but huh. here's the challenge, right? So you get the barbecue, right? The, you, you get the, the olfactory, you got the smells, it's drawn people in, but you know, us as adults, we all know that that free barbecue is not free. There is an attachment there and I'm not sure what it is, but I'm going to be a little hesitant about it. And it's a so, little string from the pizza to the Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what we actually, one of the expert strategies that we teach is that when you're out doing a job, you create this environment. So we have tents, we have a few other things that we recommend and you rent an ice cream truck. And the reason why you go for an ice cream truck is because that appeals to children who do not have that same bias. And when they come up and they say, what is this? You know, you say, hey, this is great. You know, we're giving away free ice cream. You got to bring your parents, though, in order to give us consent. That's your hook. So now for literally like 500 bucks, our guys are generating between 25 and probably 50 appointments, depending on where they market it. Mm-hmm. For like five hundred dollars, the most cost-effective lead strategy. Right, that's awesome. So that's one that. of them. Mm-hmm. The other one that I'll say from a digital standpoint is uh, geofencing. Uh, now, are, do you guys know, or are any of your customers doing that currently? I don't probably, know. Yeah, probably some people are. I, I, mean, I don't think we offer that, but. Um... Yeah. So this actually ties to one of our, one of our customers number, I think 32 on the top 100 Belden uh, roofing. Uh, They're a big commercial contractor. And so they were bidding on a job in uh, for the stadium. And so they then geo targeted that market like crazy for like two months. And it's just right around the stadium and that helps them. So for our residential contractors, let's say you're trying to break into a gated community as an example, and you've got high value homes that you're targeting. Great strategy for you Mm -hmm. to be able to geo target that specific neighborhood. Um, The other thing that I'll say last, last one that I'll say a little old school is we actually have some guys that still do some handwritten notes. And now this Mm -hmm. is only for like, high value targets. You know, you got your million dollar, $2 million, $5 million homes that are in a community that you can't get into. We had a a contractor of ours handwrite, I think it was like 155 Mm -hmm. um, letters, like handwritten the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Took a lot of time. He ended up getting, I think, 35 contracts out of that, out of that. Wow. That's amazing. Million dollar properties. And you know how many top you know, a student high school kids would love to be paid to come in and sit and write handwritten notes. So you're helping the community by hiring them. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and you're having them help you generate leads. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Um, last, last thing I'll say from a, a digital standpoint is video content. Um, mm -hmm. And this is one thing that I'm personally trying to work on a, a little bit more of just hearing some of the examples from the event that we went to uh, the gentleman, uh, Andy Elliott, he's, he's gotten over 150 million views this year from now till August. And, and he's not paying, he's not paying for advertising. He's just creating clips. And all he is, is he's got someone taking video of his day and documenting. He's just pumping it, pumping out content. And that is translating into him 500 leads per day. <laughs> I mean, think, think of what 50 leads a day would do for any of our business. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's content is is a thing that scares some people off if they're not used to doing it. Mm -hmm. But it's one it, it gets easier. It's one of those things if you just do it, you start learning and you start getting better just by virtue of doing it. You know. Mm -hmm. So we I always use the phrase "do the dreaded thing." Um, sometimes it's just about this thing that's standing. It's it's relatively small compared to what rewards you know come in through this little risk. And, um, I hear that about content all the time. I'm, I'm a big believer. I, I think it's just scary because it's the unknown for people. And also maybe there's some insecurities that play in there. You know, also you can't, it's not tangible, the results, right. You have to kind of be able to mm -hmm. for, forecast what the results could be kind of have that predictive mindset. So it's mm -hmm. a, a few reasons that it's maybe difficult for some people, but boy, it, I think it really pays off when your company is putting out content that your community can see. Versus you giving Google a check for, you know, 10 to 20 K a month or exactly. Facebook, you know? And the interesting thing is that's understandable. It's, it sucks, you know, but people get, they, they can envision the mechanics of how that exchange works, but something I, again, I, I see people struggling with this again, and again, and I'm as a content creator myself, I'm like, I, it took me the longest time to understand what's the problem here. Why wouldn't you start getting something out there? But I think it's just hard for people to envision who don't do it all the time. They don't mm -hmm. know the what platforms to use, what kind of content really make. But I always tell people, you know, you just get started with something. You will learn. It's the easiest thing to learn once you start getting something there because you kind of review it. You could get feedback on it. You change. You have opportunities to change it. It's not like a one and done thing. Um, but anyway, I think that's great. These are all great lead ideas. I'm sure you guys help people with the creative process, but you also, you guys have a lot of the um, logistics that help people reel in the leads and then kind of put them in the lead funnels and have all mm -hmm. these touches for how you bring people in. Let's talk real quick about just something very tangible. How many touches bring in a lead do you typically see with your contractors? Yeah. So what we typically see is that one, the time to connect with that person, that lead, it's mm -hmm. got to be under five minutes. So you need to have mm -hmm. some level of automation that it's either coming right directly to you or it's coming right directly to someone that is on call that's monitoring that. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing is how quickly you're able to respond. So mm -hmm. I had, uh, I got, I was in uh, Tampa this week and my, or last week and my AC in my unit went down and I had someone at the house that was watching my dogs and like, Hey, can you turn the air? It's like 80 degrees in here. I'm like, Oh my goodness. That means like there's something wrong. I called a guy on the plane as I'm deplaning. I 
I submit my information. He, he called me in under 30 seconds. Wow. That's impressive. At, he was at my house in an hour and a half. I was still not even home and, and he was already at my house and the problem mm-hmm. was solved in like two hours. And you start figuring out ways where you can deliver like that mm-hmm. and you are going to absolutely annihilate the competition. Right. I was going to say crush. I like annihilate better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do you guys know uh, Brian Gottlieb from uh, Tundraland out in mm-hmm. Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. So I did a podcast with him a while ago. And one of the things that was really surprising is his bath business that he does. If you sign a contract tonight, he installs the next day, which is unheard of in the That's industry. right. And wow. it's, you start to think about, you know, it's not just about the leads, right? But it's how quickly we're able to deliver time to value to those prospects. Right. And when you start separating yourself in that way, it becomes, it becomes massive for your overall business. Hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't answer your question at all, though, in terms of <laughs> how many touches. You were close, uh, but what, what we tend to see is one, the first thing is that we got to, we got to engage with that prospect right away. Um, I, uh, what I have consistently seen is that you need at least eight to nine touches towards those prospects before mm-hmm. you give up on them. And that mm-hmm. should all be done within a matter of three to four days. Uh, and if you haven't gotten traction within that three to four days, it's probably something you, you put in a pile that's, that's not right for now. And maybe you ha- bring on an intern and they're going to call those opportunities. Um, but typically what my team does is phone call immediately. Uh, typically a double phone call is what I found to be the most successful for guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, you think about when someone calls you, you don't know who it is. I'm not going to answer. But if I see a double phone call, I'm like, oh, this, maybe this is important. I need to, I probably need to answer this. And mm-hmm. so the double phone call we see works really, really well. Uh, and the, uh, the next thing that we'll do is email and text all same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a, a pretty succinct follow-up process for everything that comes in. Uh, double phone call, email, text message, next morning, another phone call, another email text message, another phone call next day as well. So what do you see, David, as some of the challenges that your clients go through trying to make a change within their organization and implement this? Yeah, the the biggest thing that I see is people, uh, one, they let the day-to-day of the business impact them creating processes that become repeatable. And so contractors, well, I've got to close business, I've got to deal with this thing and I've got to, you know, deal with this fire and I've got to deal with this problem as opposed to spending the time to create those processes and those processes then allow you to repeat, rinse, repeat, continue right. to grow, bring on additional people that can actually to follow help. the process mm-hmm. uh, and really make sure what, what are some of the things that you guys are seeing on your guys' end? So, um, you know, everyone is so busy. That's the problem. So the whole mind shift of you need to take the time to work in your business, on your business instead of in your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest challenge is 
time. They, they are so incredibly busy and they are growing at such a rapid rate that they have to, they obviously have to start hiring people to be able to take on some of these tasks. Because I basically tell people, our customers, that a lead is like a French fry. That's how quickly that lead will get cold or go to someone else. And so at Estimate Rocket, we talk to our engineers and, and we tell them how important it is for all the leads to get notifications, get notifications to the customer that someone's just opened a proposal. So we have a lot of sales acceleration features that you're getting notified instantly and you're supposed to pick up the phone and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. And they're going to say, oh, I just opened your estimate to read it again. And I have some questions. What a coincidence, right? So exactly. we try to streamline that whole process so that they can close the deal as quickly as humanly possible. So that has really, our sales acceleration features have really helped our customers Um put the to really tighten the gap on that whole sales cycle. I can you, definitely see that. You mm -hmm. mentioned emails, texts, and phone calls as ways to kind of reach out to people and, you know, and what could be the challenges for setting up some of those um, or getting the process down and actually doing what they need to be doing. You know, we just introduced texting um, and, awesome. you know, mm -hmm. it was, we have internal texting external to, to communicate or to the client and everything. We actually, and, and actually to stop, to make sure you don't clutter people's phone const with const. Not everybody likes to do that. So first of all, they have to opt in and everything, but they also, we have a, a customer portal to where it gathers all the communications to where you could start sending messages. That's not just on your text if you don't want to, but everything is gathered there at the central point. You have the emails and everything. But one, one of the things that we see is, because um, I'm always trying to build education platforms. We have the experts to teach people. And I'm like, how do I bring in people to learn, to take the time, to carve out the time that they need to learn this thing, to do it right, that saves more time exponentially in the future. You know, you spend mm -hmm. um, 20 minutes learning something and you end up saving four hours out of your week. Um, literally, I think one of, the, one of the customers said that, uh, and I'm getting somewhere with this, we're not just selling Estimate Rocket, um, you know, that for every hour I, I spend an Estimate Rocket, I get four back or something. But awesome. you'd think that sounds really easy. Like, oh, I'll do that. But it does take getting in and doing some work. Like, for instance, your email template, you, you want to make sure your emails or your text messages have the right message mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. tailored to your company. We start everybody out with some generic scripts and, and verbiage that helps them that a lot of contractors use. But you got to find something that's tailored specifically to what you're doing, the types of pictures that you're you're using, types of videos that you're linking to. Um, your language is going to change. And so you got to take some time for setup to really get that honed in right, uh, the sure. timing of when messages go out and how, you know, you're talking about throughout the day. Well, do you want it all to go out at one moment or do you want it spread out through the day? What time next day does it go? It just takes some time for setup, but it's convincing people to do that, that one, it's going to be worth it because not everybody, um, not everybody is the greatest futuristic thinker. You, not everybody can picture the future in the same way. Mm -hmm. That kind of differs from person to person. So some people are relying on, a really hazy grasp of what that will look like success wise. And you really have to have a good grasp to put in the time. That's part of the problem too. Uh, the other thing is the process. It's hard to imagine like, okay, you know, what exactly do I have to do to get this to work right? Mm -hmm. And so I know that you have to get it. The best form of learning 
the most efficient mode of learning is practice. I know that because I help people do it all the time. And I know that people, when they try to get something conceptually and they're not practicing, they're missing something. They, they're missing out on the opportunity for muscle memory, which will make it habitual and automatic. Mm -hmm. um, they're missing out on the constant revisions that happen. Because even if you had the concept and you didn't test it right away, you have no idea if that, when it, when it touches reality, if that's going to work for you or not. Through practice, you hone it, hone it, hone it. Every day you get better at it. So it's it's convincing people that it works, what it's going to look like in the future, what the process actually looks like. And then they got to they gotta swap something out, in my opinion. You know, I'm a beer drinker, but I know that beer gets in my way some nights to do the things that I need to do. I'm yep. a coffee drinker. Sometimes coffee gets in my way throughout the day if I get too wired, you know, yeah. <laughs> or energy drinks. Um, you know, anything could be replaced so easily in your life. You've got something sitting in the place. It is your, you know, in the Indiana Jones, um, what was the the first one? Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's switching out the idol with the yep. sandbag, you know, <laughs> got to make this switch. Something sitting in that spot that you're saying, I could be building templates for estimating that will save me time instead of going out and manually trying to figure out things on the job site. Um, I could be putting in job costing, you know, at the end of my day at this specific time. So I know if I was profitable or not. So I could use these for reports with my team, but what's happening at the end that's taking the spit, what's sitting in the place of that. And I yeah. think people have to know there's a trade that has to happen. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, what are you, what are your thoughts? You're the I, I was going to say, you know, I a hundred percent agree. And and you've got to take the time, right? Like I, I create email templates and follow-ups for our guys. And you have to take that time because I would have people that uh, worked for me before that he'd spend 20, 30 minutes on an email. And I'm like, dude, you, how, how can you follow up with everything in your pipeline? Are you spending 20, 30 minutes on an email and you know, you need to deliver them at least one to two. And in, in our experience, one to two pieces of valuable content on a weekly basis, you know, in addition to some phone calls and, and things like that. So if you're having two to three touches to everything that's in your pipeline, how could you possibly do that spending 20 to 30 minutes on each one of these templates? Like you need <laughs> to create some consistency here, man. Like this, this seems like one, how many, how, how much of your customer base is actually going to read that? And that that's kind of where my mind goes is, you know, with us working with a lot of contractors, the contractors are busy and they're not always reading everything. And I don't take offense when they don't read it. I just know it's my job as a leader to, I need to consistently hit them with valuable content so that I, when I do catch them at the right time, I get that trigger notification, as you mentioned, Kathy, of, oh, this person just opened this, or they just took a look at this. I need to double down with a phone call as soon as possible or shoot them a text. Hey, just thinking about you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's really how you start to drive those top, that top line revenue and, and ultimately increase your, your close rate. Well, and, and I think consistency is a huge factor, right? You can't do something one day and then get back to it a week later. You, you need to come up with a consistent rhythm. Um, and I share with a lot of our customers, you know, an ideal day, an ideal week where you can block out time where no one can interrupt you and you can focus on certain things working again on your company instead of in the day-to-day. -day. And it's Absolutely. important. 
Absolutely. Everyone needs to have some level of time. I actually just saw a great post on LinkedIn that I'm going to probably steal and repurpose, uh, <laughs> which was, uh, it was talking about uh, Charles Schwab and how he paid someone the equivalent of like 25,000 back in whatever time frame that was, which would be the equivalent of 500,000 in today's uh, currency. And the main takeaway was at the end of the day, write down the six things that you need to accomplish to grow your business the next day and prioritize those as soon as you start the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, think about if we all took the time to accomplish six things or even three things that are big needle movers on a daily basis, your business is going to look completely different in six months. Right. That's good. Amen. I love hearing stuff like that. Well, let me ask you what standards should leaders set for their organization um, to help people be accomplishing what they need to accomplish? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really big on um, raising standards within the organization. So my team and, and what we coach to is there needs to be role playing that's done on a daily basis for your sales team. You know, salespeople, a couple years ago during COVID, Things were great. You show up, you get a contract signed. Today, 7% interest rate, 7.16 today, I think it was. Uh, Everybody is a lot tighter with how they're spending their money. Mm -hmm. And that means you're going to get hit with a lot more objections. And when that prospect says, I need to think about it, I need to talk to my partner, I need to talk to my wife, my husband, whatever it is, if you are not ready to go with your response to that, you are going to lose business to your right. competitors. Yeah. Amen. Uh, yep. So what we focus on is there needs to be daily accountability within your organization. <laughs> so I have clear standards that we set. Um, it's going to vary depending on the type of industry. So for our guys that are in the insurance um, door knocking space, right? It may be a hundred doors that they're knocking every day, that that's their standard. And from that, they should expect that they should generate three contracts. Uh, for our inside sales team, you know, it's a certain number of call volume that you're looking at. So there's a certain amount of, uh, of output that they need to have, whether that's conversations, whether it's talk time, whether it's doors knocked, whether it's leads followed up. Um, you need to figure out what that specific metric is and what I do uh, with our team is that we actually work it backwards towards I've got a certain number of leads that are going to, a percentage of that is going to turn into appointments. A percentage of those appointments are going to be qualified. A percentage of those qualified are actually going to close. You need to understand each one of those metrics within your business so you understand and are tracking, oh, wow, our volume for appointments was down. Well, what happened? Mm-hmm. Well, our call volume wasn't there or, well, we didn't do X, Y, Z, or we didn't knock enough doors. You need to understand where those things are. So that way you can make the adjustments that you need to make. What, what sort of uh, standards and metrics are you guys seeing on your guys' end? Do you, do you want to go or one, one thing we're always looking at is, and we kind of mentioned it. um, I'll mention real quick then Kathy, if you have anything, but profitability, you know, it's Mm -hmm. one thing to say. um, And I know that, this may not be the granular, some of what you're talking about, but I, I mean, we always are trying to revisit profitability and helping, helping people and owners and, and people in management revisit with their team. 
profitability. Um, and I know Kathy may speak to how estimate rocket does it with its own employees, but we're all, we just did a podcast recently on team accountability. Um, how do you have the type of meetings that increase accountability while inspiring people and not, you know, you don't want death by meeting. Um, <laughs> you're, you're trying to avoid two ends of the spectrum here where you can let people do their job, get the things done, but you have to kind of come back together and say, are we, are we, are we accomplishing what we think we're accomplishing? Um, but you know, what we see with a lot of contractors is a lot, they may not be achieving as much profitability as, you know, their gross revenue may be high, but they may not be netting exactly what they what they mm. think they're getting. So we want to mm. make sure those profit margins are really high. So we're showing, you know, job costing is going to be a big part of that. Knowing how to run reports, talking to your team about it. We, so anyway, those are some of the things we'd say, make sure you're, you're hitting the profitability marks that you think you are. Make sure you got to see the numbers right in front of your face. What, uh, yeah, what and, you... and we do this internally and we coach and I use the word very, you know, loosely because we're, we're a software company. So we just, you know, people bring up conversation. We're so happy to try to mentor them and, and give them feedback. Um, but we believe in KPIs for every individual in the company, including the owners. Um, we believe in meeting rhythms where yep. as, as Chris said, you're not dying by meetings. They're quick, they're concise, and you're having them all the time. And again, whether you're trying to sell or, or um, uh, bring your company to the next level, mm -hmm. consistency is the key to all that, which I know you teach at the Transformation Group. Um, and then within Estimate Rocket, so what you might not know about the two owners at Estimate Rocket is we're both finance majors. Mm -hmm. And we've been, this is our second company. So oh, wow. we had a first one, that's gone. Now we have a second one. And so every software program we've ever written is really a financial package. Mm -hmm. If you get down to the nitty gritty, right? Yeah, It's always there to show you instantly job costing, profitability in real time. So, and I know that we get to talk to some of our, you know, uh, bigger customers will even admit to us that, you know, before I started doing job costing and profitability in Estimate Rocket, I thought I was making huge profits on all my jobs. Right. And then I got finished and two weeks later, I do the books with my CPA Whoa. and I made nothing. Mm -hmm. So we're having our customers look at profitability every single night if they feel like it, because That's we awesome. want them to be able to instantly have a meeting with crew leaders and say, okay, material costs are off and labor costs are off. What's going on here? And how mm -hmm. can we fix this? And do we need to have a change order signed immediately for this job? So we make sure that we put all the stops in place to help them make more money. And we also understand the whole sales cycle. So we make sure that we have all the sales acceleration tools. And to a degree, Estimate Rock can also be almost like a little admin in your office because you're never going to lose an unsigned estimate, one that you mm -hmm. didn't close on the spot. We mm -hmm. put it in a drip for you as you. That's great. And we touch the client. So hopefully they'll sign it. I've had yeah. customers out to dinner with their wives and they've closed a $10,000 deal. 
that estimate rocket closed for them. So we do try, David, to put all those features within the system so that we're helping accelerate their growth. And we're really proud to say at Estimate Rocket, our customers grow on average by 34% in sales and profitability year over year over year over year. Wow. And a lot That's of them awesome. are your customers. So awesome. you're coaching them at a much deeper level to mm -hmm. really, we're giving them the technology and helping them with their workflow. And that enables them to spend more time with you to really crush it with the sales flow. That's awesome. Love to hear year yeah. over year growth like that. That is yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, you're, you're so right. It's, it's really important to make sure that you understand the math behind right. the profitability of your business, because right, so right. many business owners are, you know, they're running things way looser than they should be. And yeah. the problem is, you know, at some point that that sort of stuff is going to come out and it's going to, and it's going to be painful when it does come out. And, and what you your company and our company can do for a growth-minded contractor is give them something of great substance that they can sell at some point if they choose to do that. And I want to see these guys be able to sell and make some money when they're no longer interested in doing the business any longer. That is awesome. So it's important. Yeah, it is. It's so, so important. David, are there any other metrics that we that you want to hit um, that you guys follow up with before we talk about? Yeah. So, so the other thing that's really big that I see a lot of people. So I, I've worked with a lot of Renewal by Anderson locations, and those guys are absolute machines at marketing and sales process. What I see far too many contractors not understanding the metrics of their ad spend. So they might know, hey, what's my cost per lead? I'm spending you know, $10,000 and I generated however many leads I generated. They don't actually listen to those phone calls. They don't know if those are actually leads, but they'll say, yeah, my cost per lead is $150. And then you really start to dig in and you're like, well, actually, you know, seven of those weren't you know, leads. They were you know, existing customers or whatever. You know, so mm -hmm. You really don't understand what those are unless you have somebody that's actually looking at that sort of data, uh, which to give a, a plug for one of our partners, Rhino uh, Strategic Solutions, they actually record all of the calls and someone, a US-based person actually listens to them and gives feedback, wow. which is insane. That's if, you haven't, if you haven't talked with Chris and his team over there, they have an awesome, awesome setup. We wow. should do a podcast with them. That's you should that's definitely. A good idea. Yeah, I'm happy to do an intro to you guys. They okay, run cool. A really, really awesome organization. Hmm. And uh, so they listen to the calls. So understanding what your true, you know, cost per lead is, then drilling down to your cost per appointment, which most people don't have any context or understand what their cost per appointment is from a marketing standpoint. Uh, and then I like to get down to as granular as your cost per sale from marketing. And this way, when you start looking at your underperformers, uh, depending on the team and depending on the organization, a lot of companies are providing 100% of the leads and there's no expectation and there's no priority to top performers within your organization, which could be costing you over the course mm -hmm. of the year 
tens of thousands of dollars. I spoke with a contractor yesterday. Last year, he spent a hundred grand on marketing. This year, he spent 300,000. A gentleman on his team was closing at 12% and he ran 200 appointments. That cost him at least $150,000 just in marketing costs, let alone opportunity cost. If he had let other people run those opportunities, how much more would he? So there's just so much that you need to really understand about that sales and marketing Mm -hmm. funnel that's really, really important. Yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. Well, I know there's a way to learn more. Coming yeah. right up here pretty soon, which we're excited, right, Kathy? Gonna go to the I know. Conference? I'm so excited. We're proud sponsors of your yeah. transformation conference. Yeah. And we can't wait to go ourselves. We learn a lot by being there as well. We take tons of notes. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, we have some free tickets that we're gonna give away as well. But awesome. tell us, you know, how can people find out more about it and sign up? Yeah. So one, uh, we've given uh, a handful of tickets for you guys to give out to select contractors that you mm-hmm. have that are our uh, high value customers of yours. So our transform conference is in Dallas. It's September 13th through the 15th. So it's a little less than a month away. Mm-hmm. We've got 20 plus speakers. So Chris uh, from Rhino, he's going to be talking oh, about nice. marketing strategy and, and systems. We're going to have, uh, there'll be several of our customers that are on the top 100 list that will be there and will actually be speaking. I think there's a couple nine figure roofers that will be there and contractors that'll be in the building. Uh, and we'll have dozens and dozens of eight, eight and, and high seven figure uh, contractors that'll be there sharing some real good insights. We're going to go through, we're going to do some live role play with the team, see how, how sharp our guys are. Uh, <laughs> so we'll keep everybody on their toes, make sure that, uh, that we're, we're going out and we're delivering our a game and not practicing with customers. And then we'll, we'll have some motivation. We'll have some, uh, some industry leaders that'll, that'll speaking and talking, but honestly, what you guys are going to get the most value out of attending is the round tables. Uh, I've done, I've done, you know, dozens of these type of events. And that is almost always what I hear. It's all about the connections. It's all about who you meet. It's about how you surround yourself with other people that you can gather information and hope to not make the same mistakes that they've made. Right. Um, and that's really where you're, you're going to see value where we normally charge like $500 a ticket. So if you can get yourself a uh, uh, a ticket from uh, from Kathy and, and Chris here. You guys are uh, you guys are uh, saving some money and getting some really good value. Well, and I just want to say because I've reached out to people offering tickets um, that we knew were good matches in the Dallas area. But anybody that wants that, if you if you're listening to this, you need to get in fast because there may be only like a couple left. So um, yeah. just putting that out there because I know I'm going to be the one trying to facilitate getting those people. But I I don't want us to run out. So let me know quickly if you guys want that. But no, that is really exciting. We're excited to be a partner to hand those uh, tickets out and um, really excited to meet you, David. I know that Absolutely. we've talked a little bit here and there, but uh, it'd be nice to see you there and some others. So it's really good, high caliber business people that mm-hmm. really are interested in, in taking responsibility to grow their business um, because it, you kind of do have to take ownership of that. It's yeah. it's a new it's a new thing when you're not just trying to keep things from 
sinking when you're trying to actually get to the next level and you're trying mm-hmm. to motivate and activate everybody all around you to get there. It's it's a lot of work and it's a lot of pressure. So when those people get together, something happens in those rooms where people are able to share, you know, like-minded ideas and, and challenging thoughts and stuff. And it's it's really some neat stuff. So I encourage it's inspiring. Yeah. And and one thing I'll say is that it, this is not a sales pitch, right? Like if you've gone to some other events before, you know, there's, there's some other events that are out there and it's pretty much just a two day sales pitch from everybody that's trying to sell you something. That's right. not how we run things here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be value packed. We want to help everyone transform their business and help them level up and, and really crush it this year. That's cool. We're excited. Awesome. And it takes well, my breath away. <laughs> Everyone needs inspiration. For yeah. sure. David, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, we look forward to hearing more from you. Absolutely. Yes, and, and we need to get you back on. You know, we yeah. book out a year ahead of time now. Wow. So we would love to have you on again. You are just delightful to speak with. And I know our Estimate Rocket community the ones who are members of your organization, they are crushing it. They, truly, they've gone from a million a year to 20 million a year. It's it's yeah. amazing. We so don't promise those fun. results for everybody though. So don't, <laughs> I, I don't want everybody to, yeah, yeah, fine print on that for sure. Right, but we do right. have some pretty good results. Well, they're, they're the Estimate Rocket champions and we just love working with them. They fuel us. So it's really exciting to see what we're designing and giving them to implement into their business and what they're doing with it as a tool. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate the time. Bye, David. All right. See ya. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.